Hi, it's Nick. Welcome back to another episode of The Breathing 411. Let's jump straight into this week's four thoughts. The first one is a great one. It's titled, Tickle Your Adrenals with This Therapeutic Breathing Exercise. And here's a quote. In the body, laughter serves an important purpose. It quite literally tickles the adrenals. The diaphragm is located just above the adrenal glands, which house our reactivity, our fear and anger, our apathy and hatred. When we laugh, we flex and release the diaphragm. This gives a light jiggle to the adrenals that I think of as a tickle. In my experience, the adrenals are quite often relieved by the invitation to relax and let go. End quote. And that is Gladys McGarry, MD, 102 years old from the amazing book, The Well-Lived Life. And this is just your friendly reminder to laugh and tickle your adrenals today. Laughter is, after all, the most therapeutic breathing exercise on the planet. So make sure you do that a little bit more today. And with that, we will move on to thought number two, becoming more human, not superhuman. And here is another quote. It's very intuitive. If we breathe better, we can deliver more oxygen to our muscles and organs, including the heart and brain, and thus heighten our physical capacity. All we're really doing is assisting the body and working the way it was meant to work in the first place. End quote. And that is one of my mentors, Patrick McEwen from The Oxygen Advantage. And that is just an Wonderful little reminder, right? That breathing and all other mind-body mind-body practices, yoga, meditation, tai chi, anything, right? They're they're not hacks, right, to boost our health to superhuman levels or anything, right? They're simply assisting the body in working the way it was meant to work in the first place. So we're becoming more human, not superhuman. I love that. And then when you really think about the power of that, especially if you go back and read the well-lived life on just how incredible our bodies are and how just, you know, amazing it is to be human. And then you bring in some random wisdom from Patrick. It's just amazing. And uh, a reminder that being human is really what we're after, not superhuman or hacks or any of that. So amazing stuff. All right. Now, this one is truly mind-blowing. And this is thought number three. It is titled, A Mind-Blowing Study on Sleep. Is it all in your head, question mark? So I'll preface this, right, with, of course, sleep is critical to health. There's no way around that. And if this study was performed over a long duration, I am 100% sure the results would probably change, right? Uh, But this passage I'm about to read from Dr. Ellen Langer, uh, who was the first woman to be tenured in Harvard psychology department and just the the mother of mindfulness and all these different things, right, is just an extraordinary reminder of the power of the mind. So here is the passage. It's a little bit longer, but it's worth listening. Here we go. Quote, our intervention was simple. We programmed a bedside clock to alter the amount of time that participants thought they had slept, irrespective of their actual sleep duration. When the clock sped up, such that, such that people thought they had slept for eight hours but had slept only for five, their reaction times were quicker on an auditory psychomotor vigilance test as compared to their performance when they, when they when knew they had five hours of sleep. Conversely, 
when people slept for eight hours but thought they had only slept for five, their performance was worse when they had slept than when they had slept eight hours and thought they had slept eight hours. Clearly, our perception of how much we've slept and not just the actual of number of hours matter. End quote. All right, that was a long one. And uh, my biggest fear in, in uh, grade school was reading out loud, which is hilarious that this is what I do now. Uh, but that one, I, I stumbled a few times. I apologize. In any case, that is wild, right? People who slept five hours, but thought because the clock told them that they slept eight hours, they did better on a test than when they actually slept eight hours and the clock told them they slept eight hours. And conversely, when they slept for eight hours, but were told it was only five hours, they did worse, right? That is mind blowing. I went back, I found the actual study she was talking to. There's a link to that in the blog post and the email. Um, and I highly encourage reading that and reading the first three sentences of the discussion because it's just as mind blowing as what she just said, but it's a little bit more sciencey, but basically the same things we just read, but restated, mind blowing. That just shows, I don't think it shows that sleep isn't important, right? It, sleep is critical to everything, right? I think it just shows that the power of the mind is extraordinary. When we truly believe we've slept, we act like it, right? We, our brains just make it happen. Uh, it's the craziest placebo. It's the craziest thing ever. So uh, yeah, that's an, a mind-blowing study. All right, with that, I will move on to a really short final thought here. Thought number four, the biggest mistake in breathing. The most common mistake in breathing is using the nose, lungs, and diaphragm, but not the heart. That is a thought I had the other day, and uh, I like when you come up with what it means to you, uh, because, you know, everything means something different, so I won't expand on what it meant to me. If you want to see, I did comment it on Instagram because someone asked me, but uh, I would rather you make, you know, whatever it means to you work. All right. With that, let's move on to the one quote this week. It is a phenomenal one. Here it goes, quote, everybody can be great because everybody can serve. You only need a heart full of grace, a soul generated by love, end quote. And that is Martin Luther King Jr. And I do have a link to that, to the actual audio of him speaking it. And if you want goosebumps, right, go listen to that. If you just want to be mind-blowingly inspired by just someone whose heart you can literally feel in their words. Go listen to that. And finally, let's wrap up with the one answer for this week. The category is the mind. The answer is focusing on this, which literally translates to tool of thought or mind tool, can add a touch of mindfulness and hence additional benefits to your slow breathing practice. What is a mantra? So a mantra literally means mind tool or tool of thought. And uh, I love that because mantras have these kind of weird woo-woo connotations, right? Ooh, my mantra, right? But when we look at it like that, that's beautiful. It's just a tool to train your mind, just like a screwdriver is there to build a desk, right? Uh, a mantra is there to train your mind. It's a tool, right? All right, I will stop. <laughs> let, me, let me recap real quick. Remember to laugh, tickle those adrenals a little bit today. Remember, I mean, quit trying to hack your way to superhuman, right? Let's just breathe and be more human. 
be mindful, be more human, breathe with our hearts, be more human, right? I love that. Uh, remember that study on sleep. Maybe if you lose you know, one bad night of sleep, try to bring this one into mind. Of course, if you lost like 10 nights of sleep, you would be awful and your insulin sensitivity and all the other physiological effects would probably outpower then. But the occasionally bad night of sleep, maybe use this study as motivation to just put a smile on your face and keep going. And remember the biggest mistake in breathing is to use the nose, lungs, and diaphragm, but not the heart. And also remember that you can be great. Everybody can be great because everybody can serve. That's a beautiful message. And just thank you all for letting me serve you with this wisdom. It is the most fun for me to research and find it and share it. So thank you for reading, for listening, and I will see you next week.